Time for us to check in with our global news reporter in Victoria, Richard Zussman, who has been closely following along with what Dr. Bonnie Henry has been saying in the last 24 hours. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Simi. How are you? Good, thank you. So much for us to talk about here. I thought one of the most interesting things I heard yesterday was a discussion about all the protests that we had a couple of weeks ago with Black Lives Matter and how they don't believe there's been any spread of the virus because of that. Yeah, Dr. Henry says she's been speaking to her counterparts on the other side of the border about this issue as well, and that uh, because of the types of activities that the protesters were engaging in, she believes that prevented, uh, in many cases, the spread of COVID-19 here in British Columbia. So we saw those large-scale rallies, thousands of people in Vancouver and in Victoria, and uh, so far there has been zero test-positive cases of COVID-19 linked to those events. Dr. Henry says at this point, uh, health officials have a very, very good sense of where every single case, uh, new case in the province comes from uh, because of the contact tracing that's being done and that uh, it was good news that there was no spread of the virus at those events, mainly because uh, people were wearing masks uh, where they could, they were physically distancing, but it was also more about the types of activities that were taking place there that, you know, people were kneeling. In many cases, they were standing uh, silent uh, rather than uh, shouting. There was some chanting, but uh, she said that that was not a huge contributor in the spread. So not a lot of physical contact is what you're saying. Exactly. And then Dr. Henry jumped over to outdoor parties and events. And we're seeing that in the United States right now, where we're seeing these big gatherings outside where people are partying at a beach or at a pool. And she says that's much higher risk because of the types of activities that people are doing. They are there longer in many cases. They are singing, they are shouting. Uh, That's leading to uh, exchange of uh, spit that uh, we know helps the spread of COVID-19. And so those activities outdoors parties are far more riskier, she said, than protests are. And uh, her colleagues in the States have found the same thing uh, where they have seen larger scale protests there and have seen very similar results that we've seen uh, here in British Columbia. I believe the quote from uh, British police or police in London was drunk people can't socially distance. (laughs) And I think that's something we've heard from Dr. Henry a number of times as well around uh, opening up uh, bars and nightclubs and ensuring that it's done in a way to factor in that someone's ability to socially distance may be very different when they enter the establishment than when they leave it. And uh, it is one of those factors that health officials are trying to figure out, Simi, and mm-hmm. it even applies to when people are gathering, you know, as friends and summer barbecues. And, you know, the encouragement has been all along, uh, the province understands how important it is for people to be with their friends at a physical distance, do it in a way that's safe under the COVID-19 guidelines, uh, and wants to remind people when they are drinking to still remember those basic fundamentals of keeping your distance, of you know not hugging, not kissing, uh, all of that, unless you, those people are in your closest bubble. Right, okay. And let's talk about the border situation, because this is something that Dr. Henry also keeps kind of bringing up as well, just preparing us that, listen, we, she doesn't want that border open at all this summer. Neither, I think, does anybody else here. Well, you listen to the language coming from health officials as well as uh, Health Minister Adrian Dixon, Premier John Horgan. The border is the number one uh, challenge and the number one 
potential issue when it comes to the spread of COVID-19. I think based on the language we've heard, there is no question about that, Simi. Uh, there is already concern that those coming from the United States, essential workers, those coming for reunification, they are the ones that are bringing the virus into British Columbia in terms of the new cases. And Dr. Henry has said, you know, I'm supportive of the reunification. I know that we need these essential workers. That must continue, but no more than that. She said there should be no vacationers from the United States in Canada this summer. Uh, she's been asked about these queue jumpers are being described, those that say they're driving to Alaska but are actually stopping in British Columbia. Anecdotally, you know, there's no real evidence here in British Columbia of cases in which that has happened. Right. But anecdotally, we're hearing cases. That's concerning to Dr. Henry as well. But she says the large, much, much larger issue than this, those isolated cases is the idea of the border reopening. And she does not want to see it open at any point this summer uh, and potentially much longer than that. I'm trying to keep her words in mind, right? She wants us yeah. to be kind. She wants us to give people the benefit of the doubt, even when we see those out-of-town license plates, right? And so this came up last night in my neighborhood, Richard, because it turns out we're out for a walk half a block away from my house, and there is a large, older RV parked there that just arrived with Washington plates on it. And some right. people and I, in my family wanted to get all worked up about that. But I said, I'm trying to go with what Dr. I said, we don't know. Could be Canadians who owned this and just drove it up here and decided they're just going to now leave it parked here. You know, so we don't know. And the messaging on that from Dr. Henry yesterday was, you know, we've lived through this. You know, the more than 5 million British Columbians, we've listened to the radio, we've watched TV, we've watched Dr. Bonnie Henry's briefings. We understand the work that is being done here and... and mostly people here have bought in to the idea that we can do things to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. This is in our hands, physical distancing, washing our hands, uh, you know, these sort right. of measures that we've put in place. And those that aren't from here have not been seeing those same messages. So Dr. Henry wants those people, if they're listening, to know about the policies that we have here, that, you know, those sort of measures save lives, as described by Adrian Dix. And if Visitors are coming here for whatever various reasons under the existing rules or if they're skirting the rules, they can still be a part of this as well. So I think Dr. Henry's encouraging people be compassionate with people like this. Speak to them about the policies that we have in place here, but don't be hostile. Don't be angry. Don't be judgmental and use those skills to help ensure because if those people come here and they follow the guidelines, they isolate Right. 14 days, if that's what's required, then that can help ensure that we prevent the spread of the virus. That's what I'm trying. It's hard. I can understand why people have trouble <laughs> with it because I know it's hard because right away you want to be like, what is this Washington play doing here? But I'm trying to remember those words of Dr. Bonnie Henry. Also, we should mention, uh, because she focused on this as well, and I'm seeing a lot of headlines about it today, about this new study about COVID-19 potentially spreading through the air. What does Dr. Henry think about that? Yeah, she said that uh, the study, the authors are trying to be controversial to spark discussion. And it is a discussion, she says, that's been happening in the public health community for a long, long time around whether coronaviruses like this can spread in the air. We know that the virus can spread through droplets. So in some cases, it does spread 
in air, but only as far as spit can travel. And she said that this study uh, is not supported by the World Health Organization, which is where she uh, will continue to rely on information. Uh, it's an important part of the discussion, she said, uh, but should not be something at this point uh, that concerns right. people. She said, you know, again, our measures are in place. We must follow those measures uh, and that will help us get through this. Okay. And very quickly, you're talking to Dr. Henry this afternoon. Yeah, and, and all of you can join in as well. We're doing a Facebook Live at 3 o'clock. I've had a lot of opportunities to ask Dr. Bronnie Henry questions over the last five months. Uh, now it's uh, your turn. So send in your questions on the Global BC Facebook page, uh, on the Twitter page. We'll be streaming it on the Global BC website as well. Uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. There's no briefings on Tuesday, so we thought it would be nice to replace yeah. it with more Dr. Henry. So. It's a chance for you to ask your questions, send them in through our Facebook page, and we will get to as many of them as possible. Just based on the early return, Simi, there's no way we're going to get to all of them, obviously. <laughs> a lot of people have a lot of questions for Dr. Henry, uh, but we will get to as many of them as possible. All right. Thank you for that, Richard, and good luck. Yeah, thanks, Simi. Richard thank you. Zussman, you can hear him this afternoon, 3 o'clock, on that Facebook Live with Dr. Bonnie Henry. Check out globalnews.ca uh, for more info on that, and that's also on the uh, Global News Facebook page.